3: Hey guys, this is Josh and the Homebrew Ombres, Liam Malone, Max Wessel, and Doug Banks. Hey! We make RPG from Scratch. It's a podcast about making and playing your own tabletop role-playing games. So come listen to us work on the Scratch Dice system, an alternative to D&D and Pathfinder, and listen to our first
1: campaign, Echoes of the Star Crypt, at nerdyshow.com and on your favorite podcast app. The following program,
2: Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit
1: nerdyshow.com. To me, my listeners, welcome back. It is Flame On. This is Flame On 1. This is 10 years in the future.
2: Did, did we hatch out of eggs?
1: We did. Okay. This is Pat DeVere here. We have another micro episode for you. And surprise, surprise, we left you on a cliffhanger in our last micro. But don't you fret. This is part two of Now That's What I Call Gay Life. We're calling this one "Gaze of Future Present." Thank you to Josh for our <laughs> "Gaze of Future Past" title for the last episode, but we are back to discuss more things about our gay lives. So, BJ, why don't you fill the listeners in on what we're going to be talking about in this episode?
2: Well, after the knife wounds healed from Brian stabbing me at the end of the last episode, I gave very I gave thought to it and realized that we talked about uh, pop culture and how we experienced it through our homosexual lens and how it kind of shaped us a bit. So I figured we would kind of talk about current trends in uh representation and we would also kind of talk about where we would like to see things lead because so I don't know who put who poured gas on the script writing and and the representation car, but it is it's rolling. We're, it is it's moving along and it's making money and people are like, oh, Yes, we can. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it started with Obama. Oh,
3: yeah, I actually, yeah. And perhaps the homosexuals have in- infiltrated the entertainment industry. Thanks, Obama. Oh, honey, they've been infiltrated there for a
1: long damn time. They just came out. Yeah. Listen, and by that I mean to the public because <laughs> we like, all know that's where the gays went. It's
3: like Hill right? Hydra, but with gays,
2: and and, they, and didn't you know start off as Nazis. Um. <laughs> I mean, true, <laughs> but we um no it's it's been it's been a real interesting ride it's it's been um things are looking up so it it'll be very interesting to see where things are a thousand years into the
1: future um for our listeners who aren't following the new x men storyline uh powers of ten just came out and uh and they like to do this ten year <laughs> hundred year thousand year thing so you may hear us reference it quite often powers powers <laughs> of ten um, anyway, that's my little asterisk, you know, like in the <laughs> comics where my little aside to let you know what, what we're talking about. Editor's note exactly. from the bullpen. Oh, from the bullpen. I, I feel like though.
2: we should get t-shirts made of like weird editor's notes. Girl, <laughs> we haven't even had the new headshots made. So uh, and need-
1: yo bitch ass down. <laughs> and, we just, and we
2: still need well, some <laughs> photographers here. I
1: mean, we still need oh, that, oh.
3: there's two sitting at the table. Only. Oh,
2: we still need Eric's spoken word album. We still need the calendar. I still call October. Um, I still
1: gotta <laughs> upload that picture, of the Polaroid. From oh the yes, last oh time. that's right.
2: And we still have to do that uh, Dungeons and
3: Dragons thing. And oh dragons. my god, yeah.
1: that's where we should get Melanie Von Cruz over because she's a big D and D player. So she could actually be one of those people that knows how to play it that's involved. So
3: she can harshly judge me as I
1: attempt yes. to. yeah,
3: to
2: yes. and I want is, her I'm to harshly to judge you on microphone. I would love to witness that. That would be great. Anyway.
1: Because that is one of the ways that, in kind of a geeky way, the representation is changing, is that, um, well, one, I'm get, this whole thing kind of wraps into this. RuPaul's DragCon. I'm going to start off. I'm sorry, BJ. I'm, that's right. I'm going to throw into some current-day... Um, the more, the
2: more information I get from you, the easier it will be for me to clone all of you. Exactly. So keep going. All right.
3: Do you want a blood sample? I have uh, vacutainers and
2: needles. Oh, I've already, <laughs> I've already got yours.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Con, going into its I think fourth year uh, in LA, and its third year th- uh, in September this year in New York, uh, has not only just made it so much more mainstream and brought a con that the LGBTQIA plus community feels at home and accepted in. But when I was in New York last year for DragCon, they had a panel where they talked about uh, gaming, so gay gaming, and also did a thing where they talked about Dungeons and Dragons and Drag Queens, which is a big thing in New York. And they had de Creme sit down who had never played Dungeons and Dragons before. And they did this like little mini... Like very brief, like a mini campaign. Yeah, this little mini campaign, and it was it was quite <laughs> honestly adorable. So that's one of the things that I'm super excited to see is that families, that young children, um, and teenagers, and adults, and uh, the older generation are all being able to merge in, like the Javits Center in New York, or at um, the Convention Center in L.A., and see the gay community. Not just drag queens, because then there's also other um, merchants there, and there's other vendors that are at these conventions, and just getting to kind of expose it to kind, a kind broader... Of
2: a, kind of a mixing, of a generational mixing yeah. and a pop culture mixing, which Absolutely. Is interesting.
1: So that's one of my, my present day things that I wanted to, to throw out there.
0: And if you're interested in Dungeons & Drag Queens, there is literally a podcast slash live show called Queens of Adventure. That has been going for a few years. Oh, nice.
1: Josh, don't listen purposes. to that. You cannot be exposed to any Dungeons and Dragons stuff beforehand.
0: Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't, don't, don't listen, listen to us to the, now. You don't listen to the just show. Just don't listen uh, to that podcast. Also, uh. if, you, if you are D&D uh, newbie, whatever, if you go back hundreds, no, probably tens of episodes, we did our own little live Dungeons and Dragons drinking game. That was quite fun. Oh, my God. Ooh. I forgot about that. With Instead of dice, you would take a drink. And it, as far as you would chug, I was, that was
1: that's also on YouTube. You can watch the actual video. We live streamed oh, that one.
2: No, yep, and that assume- was before the Luke Cage. Damn, that recording. was sixty. <laughs> that was like seventy pounds. Oh, ago. and Ron, Ron was there for that, right? Yep. And I assume I'm forbidden to watch.
1: Wait, no, he video. wasn't there then. He wasn't there for the Luke Cage one. That was done after the.
0: He got us liquored up though. I remember yes. that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he came in for something else. I think it was a drag race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I, I
0: remember being drunk in both episodes. So you know, have fun. No,
1: you didn't remember recording a Luke Cage episode. That's
0: so. that's yes. I don't. I do now, but I didn't then. Anyway,
1: which I watched. What? I absolutely understand why you wanted to text me after the final oh, episode, right? Holy shit, right? I was like, I was like,
3: <gasps> 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 and and what's funny too is I, I, right before it happened, I just that was what went through my mind. Just a random
1: thought, and then I was like. <gasps> I literally, I, I, I gasped on the couch. I was like, <gasps> "Oh yeah, my jaw <sighs> hit the floor." Sorry, watch Jessica Jones season three. I was about uh, to say <laughs> no
0: spoilers, but okay, spoilers. Um, oh,
1: such a good season. Fuck, it really was really good. Sorry.
0: Such <laughs> so representation there too. No, 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 I don't know. I'm stretching. <laughs> uh, Is it? I don't know. Get your leg off the wall. <sighs> Not that limber. <laughs> no. No. Were there
3: any
1: gay characters in that?
3: I don't think there were.
0: Wait, no. I don't know.
3: Whatever. Were there any, any of them? Well, Kilgrave's uh, English, so that's kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> no. Uh, however,
0: again, since gay this is random aside. Have you we talked about Good Omens in a pre- pre- previous episode? Yeah, last, uh, last one, on thanks. Facebook, I just found in a shared over the Flame On Facebook page, like a fanfic, fan cartoon oh, boy. shipping of the Angel and the Demon from Good Omens. Played the demon by uh, David Tennant, who played Kilgrave. So if you are into Good Omens and like the idea that they are gay or they are together, which obviously when you watch the damn show, anyway, you got to go check it out.
3: Honestly, well, it's still on my list of things to watch. But honestly, just thinking about it, an angel and a demon that makes a perfect couple to
0: me. Oh, they're they they are a perfect couple. Just
1: constantly
3: like arguing with each other. Exactly. No, (laughs) it's
1: it's amazing. You haven't watched it yet. I'm sorry, Netflix canceled it. (laughs) Oh, Oh, they caved to that petition. I I know. I I
3: was I was here for that. Million moms won
1: those 20,000 Christians got oh, yeah. Netflix to cancel the show.
2: Tisk tisk. <laughs> so, there's a lot of subtext that just went through there. Uh So yeah, so we we're I feel like we're in a golden age. We're in a golden age of like storytelling um for trans people storytelling for gay people. Um so I just kind of wanted to go through uh, like we can each like have a highlight of like maybe a specific show or story or comic um that we feel touches on some some of our own personal sweet spots. Pers, uh one for me is uh Steven Universe. It at it's core is a trans story. Uh there there was like uh getting through grief, uh acceptance. Uh and that was one of the things about the show that I liked is that it normalized a lot of stuff for a younger generation whereas it doesn't that's not something that people are like storytellers are that brazen about especially when it's on a a television network which they'll be more than happy to pull your shit if like you know the stuffy the stuffy suits in the office don't approve of it um so it was one of those shows that really
1: really that's like that cartoon that floated around for a long time where it's at the cartoon network studios and like the the execs (laughs) bust in the door and they're like rebecca i told you not to make this show too gay she's like okay and then they close the door she's like make it gayer
2: or the or it's just like we're watching you so is the so is the 16 year old to 38 year old demographic like and that's but but it's one of those things where it's it's i was there's a lot of fluff in there um i'm 100 percent sure there's a lion's mane oh there, uh, there's a hundred... Per- I'm a hundred percent sure there's a lot of... Uh, there's some websites that'll kind of give you like... If you just want to watch the story episodes, you'll bust through it real quick. Um, but it, the thing about it is that you have a character that's not mean. Um, you have a lot of characters that are very accepting. Uh, you have de- different body types. It's You have different uh, points of view that are viewed um, just in a way where you can almost you can it's almost like you can sit down like i've never been able really to have a sit down conversation with some people that are on the opposite side of an issue with me and not get at least a little heated or annoyed but steven universe does it in such a way that like steven is it's generally it's because steven is just a genuine hammy kid that likes experiencing new things even if those things are like a crappy person, he's like, well, we're just not going to hang out with Marty anymore. You know, it's just one of those. And it's, you know, there's a whole there's a whole single parent storyline. Um, it's just it touches on every sweet spot for modern writing for me. There's a lot of uh, catchy music. I kind of it made me miss cartoons that did music. and the hologram stuff like that it made me it made it made me miss stuff like that because you don't actually have to have like a big drawn out reason for a character to sing especially when we know damn well all of us will we're in the car and a song we are not willing to sing in front of other people fucking comes on and you're gonna just jam out to it but yeah so uh, so steven universe is, is has been a big deal uh the movie comes out september 2nd um, Steven has a neck. I'm very excited about that. <laughs> I love that, that, is, that. That's the big thing that, that everybody's taking away. All Steven has about. a neck. He's he's sixteen years old, so he has a neck now.
0: Oh wow, they jumped him that
3: pole. It's a it's
2: a two year jump. Oh wow. Yeah. And now um, he actually
3: looks somewhat his age.
2: Yeah. So he actually actually looks the, the age of the same age as the uh, voice actor. <laughs> and and now if Connie
3: and, and Steven get together, it won't be mistaken that she's uh <laughs> you know, inappropriately touching a
1: child. This is true. I mean, he's still just sixteen, so it's close. How old is she now?
3: I think she—they're the same age. I think. Are
2: they? Uh, no, she's um
1: Maybe she's like
3: a, year a year older. older.
2: Okay. She's a year older. She she will be seventeen. But uh, but yeah, no. So Steven Universe for me. Um, I didn't I didn't even touch on Garnet because Garnet uh, is flawless in every way, shape, and form. Uh,
1: because Estelle. Uh, uh, That's be- all. That's it. Just <laughs> Estelle. One word. That's it. Estelle.
2: But uh but yeah, and it's just one of those I uh, I actually ended up buying a friend of mine, uh he has twin sons, and I ended up getting him a children's book, and Rebecca Sugar released um that episode about Garnet as the a children's answer. book. Yes. Um, I was
1: just saying when you were talking about it, that was the first thing that came to mind was the um was the episode The Answer, which is like one of the first ones where they really talk about Garnet uh Garnet being ruby and sapphire yep and then it's like the whole point is that how uh they, the how answer they is love and that was then turned into a a children's book which is phenomenal
2: yes which is it's great and it's if, if you are a gay parent um it is definitely and you're and your to your children are around the storybook age uh it's definitely something you should probably pick up
1: um or if you're a <laughs> parent that wants to just expose your child to acceptance and love and tolerance and everything that's a phenomenal book to to pick up for them
2: yep he he cried he cried copious amounts of tears and i wasn't emotionally prepared for that i I, mean
1: if your child is 30 and an asshole maybe needs a little uh lesson in life maybe get them that book as well
2: maybe get uh garnet gauntlets and glue the book to it and punch (laughs) his ass in the face read this (laughs) page like oh she is made of love. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> I, however, am not.
2: Love and acceptance. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's. Um, I'm excited for the movie, and that is definitely one thing I, I wanted to touch on. Yeah. So, so, Brian. So I've been trying
0: to, because like you said, it's a, a bounty of riches and so many options here. But uh, so much time. I just finished season six of the show called Letter Kenny. Oh, <laughs> I love you. Okay, good. Uh, so there are, it's an unlikely show that you, you, you to expect some really good representation. However, uh, there are some amazing gay characters in that show. One that's from the very first episode and he's kind of not thinly drawn is, is charitable for a while, but he eventually, uh, gets a little bit more stuff to do. So to speak, Uh, role from the, uh, the skids, which are kind of the goth kids hanging out doing drugs and dancing in this small Canadian town. Letter Kenny is largely about the uh, sort of redneck and small town culture of a very small town in Ontario. That's fictional, but based largely on uh, the place that uh, the main character, uh, the the writer and uh, actor who plays the main character, uh, Wayne, uh, Jared Kiso, where he grew up. Anyway. But that's not, like, that's okay, he's fine, whatever. But the best characters, and I like this for a very specific reason, are these two bros um, that are show up in like, season four, and they're, like, uh, workout buddies. Have you seen these guys? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are brought in as a foil to these two bros that are hockey players that are in the show from the very beginning. And what I love about these two is they return fire uh, with the very aggressive sort of sexualized conversations about uh, you know like the, the hockey players are kind of gross sometimes like with their way they're talking about women and you know uh, what is it, uh, big big city snipes big city slams and all this stuff like they're they're trying to always like you know talk about these uh, puck bunnies that uh, follow the hockey players around so that they are then confronted by these two Gay, um, very, you know, I mean, they're, they're twinky, muscly, whatever, um, you know, c- kind of stereotypes. But 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 what's great about them is they aren't just that the way they're drawn. They actually do seem to have a little bit more character growth later on uh, without spoiling too much. And uh, I, it's refreshing to me in an age where everything is very. Um, uh, I don't want to say the certain wrong thing here, but uh, uplifting and positive in representation it's nice to sometimes have some more honest representation and even kind of gross representation and 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 there's also other episodes where the characters around these uh, the main characters of the show deal with homosexuality and it's done very intelligently with this understanding that people expect rednecks to be uh intolerant but they aren't but the ones that are in the group that aren't Kind of get talked to and held, handled and, and yeah. addressed, so it all works really well, and it's always funny. They don't they don't get super dark and serious on any of that. Um, maybe some other random stuff, but um, yeah. So Letter Kenny is very refreshing. It's on Hulu now as a uh, original, uh, even though it's a Canadian show from like the Crave Network or something. Yeah, something like that. But anyway, it's it's on Hulu. If You got it. You got to watch it. And uh, I think that's I think that's my favorite thing right now.
1: Pat. Well, and just to uh, throw a little extra TV, I Shit's Creek, which is coming to an end, is also a huge thing, uh, representation-wise. And with that coming to an end, it, Pop, which is the network that um, that broadcasts Shit's Creek, saved One Day at a Time.
3: Yes. Oh, which is nice. um,
1: obviously. Uh, minority representation because your your family is latina or latinx and um uh, and the daughter is also lesbian. is a lesbian so that
2: was such a sweet sweet episode
1: i i now Whoa. i'm excited because now i can go and watch season three and know that it'll continue on i haven't watched Same. season three but i watched the first two seasons pretty much back to back i kind of binged both seasons and it was that entire show was just absolutely adorable I'm gonna continue. I wanted to add that in at the end of uh, Brian's talk there uh, about Letter Kenny, but I'm gonna defer to Josh <laughs> while I continue to mull over some of the. There's so much great stuff that I'm. There actually is. It's where, like I said, we're in a golden age. I mean, well, we're seeing all the stuff with like even like the MCU announcing Phase Four and the fact that we're gonna have an Asian-led um, movie in Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We're going to have our first uh, deaf Marvel uh, character in the Eternals. Yep. Uh, the fact that we're, you know, Black Panther, the original Black Panther movie, did so well. The fact that there's going to be a sequel. The fact that we're doing so much more with and, uh, actors of color.
2: Aqualad is uh, officially out.
1: I saw okay, Aqu- see. Aquaman. So, I mean, that's a huge thing right now, but but Josh, what are you what are you excited for in this present day representation world?
3: So, I'm not going to uh pass up an opportunity to just mention stranger things, but <laughs> <laughs> um honestly, I was like looking through a whole entire list of current shows uh with gay characters because I watch so much TV, I honestly can't remember anything right now. But on the list and Pat, you and I are going to feel really, well, I already feel dumb, but we were talking about Jessica Jones and gay representation. Yeah. Jenny Hogarth.
1: Oh my God. Oh, not so even. So obvious. Jer- Jaron and Acosta. Because I completely forgot that they they um, made <laughs> uh, Ac- uh, Acosta a gay man because then he goes to adopt a daughter with his partner. Yep. How the fuck did I not? Jaron Hogarth. There's a whole fucking story like, through right. this, and
3: she's with women like so often throughout, like, yes. minute, minute, like multiple episodes.
1: Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna have to either edit that wow. out, or people are just gonna be yelling at their radios in their cars <laughs> as they're. <laughs>
3: what do you mean? I- there's no gay representation <laughs> in Jessica Jones? And you just <laughs> and like, you this just is watched the
1: gayest, <laughs> uh, the gayest show. Oh damn, Jerry Hogarth! Holy crap! I'm I'm mad at myself now and I'm at at uh, what I was just mentioning the MCU so kind of one of my favorite things that's coming up is Valkyrie oh yeah they finally are making a canon and she's going to be looking for a queen now that she's uh, ah, king ruler of, Asgard. of Asgard
3: yes 100% yes I'm so excited uh, and I'm
1: also yep. excited for Lady Thor oh, I know, uh, yeah, I know that not? they want us to uh, Taika Waititi wants us to stop calling her that and just call her the Mighty Thor but I'm going to call her Lady Thor because that's fun <laughs> So, <laughs> and if Russell Dowderman's drawings come to life in a comics accurate yes. costume, I will piss myself in the theater just enjoying my life. Not literally, because you know, like a camel, I will hold it. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've like interlooped into each other, <laughs>
3: carry on <laughs> with your present. Um. Well, I was ultimately I was going to mention Shit's Creek because that's one of the most prominent things that I've watched. Um but i mean you've got dear white people uh you know who also has quite a quite a bit of gay representation and then uh how how to get away with murder they've got um a couple gay characters also but i mean honestly there's just, there's a whole list of shows
1: and 11 years later will and grace again
3: right <laughs>
1: both in Surprise! past and present the only constant oh and even talking about uh reboots of past <laughs> uh sitcoms murphy brown yep they who had, the,
3: who had gay characters in the original as
1: well i don't remember them as vividly but yes I, I i i don't doubt it it was on the list it was um but then uh oh god was his name patrick on the show
2: i, I believe so, so I feel yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah like i should
1: probably remember that uh from schitt's creek no on murphy no. brown <laughs> but he's a person of color and a homosexual, uh, you know, as part of this this cast, at, who was fantastic. It was great character, funny as hell. Um, sad that that got canceled, but you know, it, it's we're seeing a lot of these things that are coming back around. Yep. that are also still one keeping to their inclusivity and yeah. um, and actually, you know, continuing on. And if you did not watch it. I'm gonna talk about this as my what's making me happy. A month later, I don't care. <laughs> Lizzo's tiny ass desk concert. Oh yeah, where she will, where she will say that if you are, uh, yeah, he, yeah, you, know, you can be a man and not be shit. You can be a woman and not be shit. You can be gender neutral or gender fluid and not be shit. Like she, she named, she does all. We can this, all it, not be shit together. It, you know, bring. your gender neutral pronouns she she name checks or shouts that out she shouts out gender fluidity lizzo's just phenomenal so carry on i'm sorry i keep keep (laughs) popping in with more things planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen
3: I don't know what else to... Uh...
2: <laughs> no, you don't? Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, there's a whole large list, but I mean, uh, there is... What is your favorite? I would have to say Schitt's Creek. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as blatant... Uh,
2: blatant homosexuality. homosexuality. <laughs> um, just throwing it out there.
3: But... And, and you know, uh, Stranger Things Season 3, you know, to just to bring that up again. The reason being is because the way that they
2: brought oh it robin out, it was
3: just it was very realistic
2: that that right there is was one of probably my favorite coming out moments in a television show oh for sure right there because that whole thing and the way it was handled was like beautifully if you want to understand like what like how a friend should react to to coming out That was probably one of the best things I ever witnessed, because just for her to be like, I had a crush on her, and him just, without skipping anything, just goes, her? Her? Really? Like, immediately being like, there were plenty of other hotter chicks in school. I don't know why you went for that one. She couldn't even sing. Like, it's, it's just one of those things where if you're a real friend, and if you really care about somebody... It, just the fact that somebody can just treat it like it's just like, oh, that's cool. Maybe you should have better taste than whoever you want to date. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things where it was just treated almost nonchalantly, mm-hmm. but also in a respectful way. That that right there is like, I am really excited for th- for writing and everything coming up. It's it's it just it, re- it really like shocked me to my core when I saw that, and I was like. I need the rewind because now I'm not paying attention to anything else. And this, it was just such a beautiful moment. Um, which, I mean, they're vomiting up. They're, they're vomiting and laying on a bathroom floor, <laughs> covered in vomit. <laughs> right? But no,
3: I, I agree. I thought it was very well done. And it was very reminiscent for when I had actually came out to one of my friends in high school. And that was very similar to how they reacted. And that's one of the reasons why, like, it felt so, um, uh, gosh, what's the word I came?
2: Normalized,
3: for lack of a better word, that's not what I'm looking for, but uh, relatable, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, it was similar to how I came out to my mom. She's like, "Oh, you still like stupid T-shirts and video games?" Yes. Okay. It, there's a a Facebook channel or a Facebook page that I I follow,
3: and they actually post the video clip uh and then, below it they they post the the script and how everything's written and how you can see it go from words to the screen and i and I with that scene in particular with uh Stephen Robin, the way that it was actually written on paper and the way that it was actually carried over on screen was uh just amazing
2: so we've talked about the things that we like there's i mean there's a lot going on i mean we haven't even touched on like the social media aspect. How, like, you know, we had that coming out video um, oh, with a... from one of the Try Guys yeah. that was just fucking moving. It was actually one of my one-ups uh, from a previous episode. Or uh, where... Lil
1: Nas X, who is currently now the record holder for... Gotcha. I almost sent you that because... We got you,
2: bitches.
3: Mariah Carey was on that list.
1: You thought you were safe in your country and
2: hip-hop music, but we got you. <laughs>
1: But now he, he now holds the Billboard Hot 100 record for most consecutive weeks at number one. Yep. And Mariah sent out a lovely uh, little tweet where she passed the torch. And, uh, it, I mean, it's it's kind of... I mean, I guess looking back, like, the BET Awards where he wore that, you know, cowboy outfit. Oh, oh I clocked it. <laughs> I mean... Oh, I clocked it. Like, Huh nobody but,
2: nobody else sees this all right cool well I guess he go he go switch it up on him
1: and then on June thirtieth the last day of Pride month officially you know not even so much that it's just like I thought y'all knew like, Surpri-
2: like <laughs> why is this a surprise
1: <laughs> like do you not see this rainbow <laughs> on my on my album art
2: but like that's and that's just such a that's such a great the fact that he can have that sort of reaction like did y'all really not pay attention you know is such a not it's such a great feeling well
1: that and the fact that they're really like there's no like backlash from it it's not he, like people going sti- well yeah. we're gonna boycott listening to the song now i mean i still have only ever heard snippets of the actual song and once at karaoke we got gotcha. you you know whatever
2: we got gotcha. um <laughs> so so here's an issue intru- now that now that we're seeing now that essentially the bar has been raised we were in the previous episode we talked a bit like it just seemed like we were just happy to to have our foot in the door to just be in the game and now we're step we're stepping our our game up so now uh, i want to hear uh a bit what is something you would like to see and something that you would like to not see anymore of and i'll i'll lead with this one something that that's actually recently happening euphoria that show is is giving me a lot of what i want to see more of um uh, i i mentioned that steven universe is is a trans story i i i I feel like we need to see more of those and um i'm i mean i'm down with them i'm down with the swirl so um we we've had we've touched on like interracial um dating and stuff in some shows uh even in the past they've they've touched on it um uh what is it um six feet under um what's his name's x uh, was uh the police officer? Was the uh, black cop? It has been so long, but that sounds familiar. Yeah, um,
3: I just remember uh, Michael C. Hall was one of the gay guys.
2: Yep, I would uh, but I would like to see more. Oh yes, yeah. he, Okay, yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
0: and,
2: uh, wow, I would like to see more, more different. I guess more mix in relationships, either interracial um you know bi and gay gay and bi i feel like those are stories and people go through stuff trying to date like that i feel like that's something now that we've now that we've actually gotten the gay people on the screen like you know i know i know plenty of gay guys that didn't really come out in their lives till after they've had kids and divorced and i feel like that's something that's common enough that it needs that it needs to be seen more i'm sure some shows have touched on it oh yeah but like but in a different way in a different way like well, you
1: have transparent is like that tra- where yep. he's much later in life with a- adult children and going through that exactly. i mean we won't talk about jeffrey tambor and the stuff he's done <laughs> which then kind of put a cast a shadow on that but still but
2: it's but yeah it's it's we're we're moving in the right direction and that's something i definitely um you can have mixed casts you can have like plenty of diversity in your in your television and your movies and your storytelling and it won't hinder it i feel like it just enhances it and gives it um, opens it up more to a wider audience and makes people feel like it's okay to you know maybe date somebody older it's okay to date somebody that is by, even though you may be insecure about it um you know or they might be insecure about it as well. It's it's I'm re- I'm ready for us to just kind of step that up. Um and I'm I'm over a little bit of the stereotype stuff. Um it's it's had its time, and I believe we're starting to shelve it slowly but surely. Um and uh the the kind of the monochrome casting. Cause like Queer as Folk, Noah's Ark watching Noah's ark when i was younger l- just looking at that in co- I was and college when that came out i was just kind of like so so like i <laughs> i i have to i have to date somebody on the dl what what message is this <laughs> sending to me i don't understand what you're trying to tell me yeah right because the only two characters i like are already married so what's going on <laughs> like, it's just one of those things it's just you, you know um so, yeah, those are just the two things that I'm over. But we, I really like the fact that we're just getting more and more diverse with our storytelling. And we just need to stop being afraid to do that. So, Brian? The thing I want is very much along the lines what you're talking about.
0: And I think uh, shows like, of all things, The Sarah Silverman Show is a great example of character, uh, two characters, two gay uh, men in a relationship who are bearish, who are, at the time especially... I have very accurate representation of a lot of people in my life, <laughs> and myself to some extent. I'm so glad I'm gay with you, bro. How do you do? Like it just, there are such a variety of people of different genders and sexualities, and it, it is it was necessary maybe to just handle like the 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 main, so to speak, the the I don't know, that's, main's the wrong word, but the uh, the simple cases early to get representations started moving. And now it's certainly now, or now it's time we have the ability with all the platforms we have and storytelling uh, venues to get complicated. And um, I would agree completely that there are a lot of shows, like Euphoria is a great example. Uh, What's the show that had all the characters synergistically? Sensate.
3: Oh, how did I not think about that?
0: That's a great example of a show that that, that 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 takes that approach. Um, so much homosexuality. Well, and just complicated. Yeah, all, all of that. I mean, that the very idea of the show, kind of, you know. um So there's such great storytelling, and seeing it go more mainstream, and because those are all on sort of their own separate kind of not edge platforms, but they're not prime time. Let's say, yeah. um But it's getting there, and I think that that's what I want to see. And specifically a pe- uh, queer people of color, that's a big thing uh, I mean of any of anything just not monochromatic and trans uh, I think there's a lot of people with a lot of misconceptions about trans individuals that and and there are a lot of variety of trans individuals. so saying like that character from uh, Sabrina. As a, an exemplar oh, yeah. of a trans character, yes, that is a trans character, but that is not to say that that is a good representation of all trans characters and showing all of the varieties. There's, that a, there's a spectrum, yeah, indeed the, there is. Yeah. So it's a, almost a rainbow, huh? Yeah, how about that?
2: Did you come up with that on your own?
0: Wow, so, wow, so smart, so wise, so terrible. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I think all of that. So I mean, yeah, this is very. The moral of the story, kind of, it sounds like, but, uh, but I am happy with the way things are going, and we are in an era compared to when I grew up, back in the Stone Age. Oh, come
2: on! It was it wasn't the Stone Age; it was at least the Bronze Age. Well, Calm down. in in all
3: fairness, in his defense, I mean, if he wanted to get nudes, someone had to take the time to carve it on the stone
2: <laughs>
1: tablet. I was going to say that was a burning bush. Nearby. They had I, to sit very
2: still Look, for at least twenty minutes for had the Polaroids. flash powder. We had Polaroids and uh scanners. Well, do you know what a scanner? The bird is? had to chisel
1: it into oh. the, the tablet,
2: and then it had to make a snarky
0: comment.
1: Like oh. you actually had to do
0: a little telegraph thing, and then you had to write it all out as like a, a chart, and then draw it, and it was terrible. Anyway, uh, all of that. So yeah, I, it's it, it is remarkable to me, and even though I am older, I am not old. I hope yet uh, to see the difference that we've had in the last twenty years. So I'm thrilled to hear all these these things that we're discovering and things that we like and knowing how much there is still out there.
3: Pat?
1: I want to see relationships. Because while we are getting more representation and more LGBTQIA representation on screens, small and big, you don't often get a lot of the actual meat and potatoes. I'm not saying let's have hardcore gay sex in all of our movies and TV shows. But just have a relationship and the things that heterosexual couples in in a lot of these movies and shows get to do they don't show the lgbt you know qia plus um characters getting that you know we talk about representation of people of color crazy rich asians was a fantastic um was a fantastic movie uh, and I forgot that what's his name was in it too. Nico but, uh, Santos was yeah. in it. Yep. Because I was like, I wanted to talk about about it earlier, but yes, because that's a fucking amazing, amazing movie, and it's showing how far we're coming with an Asian cast. A an all Asian cast are almost pre- predominantly, oh, yeah. if not almost completely, Asian cast that did phenomenal at the box office, <laughs> um, and even show I was gonna say it with. Um, um the
2: that one the character what's his name's character you just said nico santos nico santos's character like the whole idea that like there he's a part of like the staunch chinese cultured family that is very like old money and he's not he he is a black sheep of the family but still his aunt will be like honey yes Get rid of her. Like, st- <laughs> he's still very much a part of the family. Yeah. He's just, I mean, he just might not be like the forefront. Exactly. But he is definitely somebody that they're like, you're still not leaving us. Yeah. You're still a part of this family. Much like the maid. <laughs> like, a little bit, yeah. Change the sheets.
3: Take out the trash.
1: But the fact that, like, we get this brilliant, you know, wedding scene, which.
3: You will, about, you will talk about that Every, wedding. Toe. Anytime He'll I can, he be talking about it until the day he dies.
1: Anytime I can bring it up, somebody mentions the movie, I'm like, ah, that wedding scene, <laughs>
2: that toe. I want to, I want to, I want to do right like, I want to do like a bootleg version of it where you like see the hose and you're <laughs> like, and I don't even want to tell you, I just want to see you walking down the aisle and you just see the water, mm-hmm. but you see like little like like plastic flowers floating <laughs> by, like. You know those uh those videos with the they're
3: French guys, but they're doing like these Disney movies, um, but or, low budget. Not oh, the,
1: even just Disney movies, because 'cause I've seen the Titanic one also. They oh, okay. do the
2: low budget trailers.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yes. I haven't seen the Titanic. Everyone I've seen so far has been. Digging, they
1: did like Hercules like, on Toy Story, a budget. Little yeah. Mermaid, yes. like, fucking mop and shit. Yes, I love it. So you want to do one of those. <laughs> yes. But I want to see relationships. <laughs> like I wanna see um like Jessica Jones, now that we've gone back and retreaded all in that, you know uh, the gayest show on uh, Marvel's on Netflix uh, but Acosta or Acosta I'm sorry um, and his partner adopting a child you know I know that yeah Modern Family you've got let's um, see I don't watch the show but I uh,
3: Cam and Mitch oh yeah Cam yeah. and Mitch I feel like Modern Family at this point in terms of that dynamic is old old, yeah,
1: old news for sure it's in that middle between like what we were talking about in the last episode been there seen it and then with the current day stuff but um, but I want to see stuff like that. I want to see the. I'm not necessarily saying the mundane, but I want to see more to flesh them out. We want to see these fleshed out characters, and it's great that you know they are they are on the screen. But I want to see them as actual human beings, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that goes a long way in in culture to <laughs> go- show that they're show that we're not like sexual deviants. Or it, the- it
2: goes it goes a long way in just normalizing stuff. That's the that is like the biggest thing because i've heard the most weirdest like reasons why some people can't go out with other people and like it's it it just floors me that like i've actually had a guy be like i don't think i'm allowed to go out with you and i was like why is that it's just like you're black and i was like yes we there's there's not a secret police <laughs> I mean, you do when like if we do have sex, you have to watch out for the pincers that come out of my left side and try to impregnate you. But other than that, the eggs just die when once they get into your side. Like it's just one of those things where I'm just like, oh my god, he really thought that was a thing. Like the Black Panthers are just gonna ooze out of it out of the shadows and like beat the crap out of them. And I'm like, no, but but to, it, because he's never seen it.
1: Yeah, oh no, for sure. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're all we're all taking parts of the same thing. Like we're all we're all kind of envisioning the same. The same future where it's diverse and it's different types and shapes and and different experiences and just being able to see growing up, you know, kids that are growing up in this time to be able to see people that are like them. And that's where, you know, call it SJW, call it, you know, whatever you want, but it's just it's humanity and it's what is currently in this world. Like this is what is out there. You know, and I would like to see less of people on the internet talking <laughs> about social justice warriors and calling people snowflakes. Because oddly enough, as soon as I see that, I automatically hate you.
2: <sighs> what's a snowflake? It's it's crystallized water that like falls a, from the sky. Donald oh, well, Trump. I, I know the the oh. weather. Oh, oh cool. I, I, I know the.
1: You, I thought you were being, were were trying to be funny about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was, I was it's serious. become a slur. Like, aside
3: slang terms, it's uh, become.
1: Well, is it? It's Fight Club related, right? Is that where it came from? You're all <laughs>
0: special snowflake. Where, uh, yeah, Tyler yeah. Durden
1: was, uh, like that was this whole thing. And the, it's thrown about, and I won't even say just from the right, because I've seen <laughs> some people that I know that I feel are fairly liberal, um, throw it whenever you're having a conversation and people get upset about something. And it's like, oh, these snowflakes and whatever. And it's oh,
3: like, gotcha. So, like, uh, whiny
1: yes because you think you're special and one of a kind because snowflakes are no two are this yeah um yeah i i just i i want to see a world where especially where liberal people stop trying to use that bullshit to defend uh, a point that maybe doesn't need to be defended like that because i've seen people that you know want to talk about like, oh, I don't think the rainbow flag should have anything else added to it. Blah, blah, blah. I know it's an unpopular opinion. And then people say um, there are people out there that are saying they don't, don't feel represented. They don't feel it. And it's like, oh, you're just a snowflake. And it's like, okay, really? We've had this discussion about adding the two stripes onto the flag. Yep. Which I'm not a fan of. For this reason, I feel like it's a very lazy artistic choice. <laughs> However... <laughs> Too many colors already. Don't How, add more. F- however, uh, well, and I actually <laughs> finally saw somebody post meanings behind black and brown. Okay. Because every color on the the rainbow flag from the original right, through has, has, a, has meaning. a meaning yeah. behind it. Healing, sexuality, era, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I finally saw one that was like earth and death, like to represent the people that have died, you know, through all of the struggles and blah, blah, blah. However, the progress um, flag. That was designed by somebody with the last name, Quasar. That's how <laughs> I remember his last name was Quasar.
3: Isn't that a gun from Star Trek? Does he have power bands? He might. Oh, I don't know. It's that... a Marvel
1: character as well, so oh. that's where I remember Quasar. But it's the progress flag, which is the rainbow flag, but then it has the triangle, um, the triangle cut yeah, out. that like doesn't the, look bad. I, lo- I love that. Yeah. That's the one I want. Uh, exactly. But that's because somebody took the time to come up with an like an actual fleshed-out, thought-out, artistic interpretation and it's got the trans color uh the colors from the trans pride flag and then it includes the black and brown stripes as well to show the moving forward of our community to then include all of the pe- like all of our people.
3: And it seems symmetrical to me.
1: Yeah, I mean it looks it, it actually looks nice. Like it yeah. looks eye catching. It you just slap two two bands onto a flag that's already there. And you couldn't even put one at the top and one at the bottom, so at least you're trying to balance the it's shit like, out. Where
3: does it go? It doesn't blend.
1: Exactly. But you know, so I I, I want to see I would like to see this world and the people who are supposedly very liberal leaning stop using those types of defenses to uh justify their shitty opinions. I couldn't think of other things in pop culture. Y'all have taking all the good shit. I
2: know. That's why I started first. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Josh, what, what do you Josh?
1: got left? You got Josh anything? is like, I want to see movies. <laughs>
0: Did I mention I like uh, Schitt's Creek? I want to see Stranger Things Season 4. Just
3: kidding. <laughs> I mean, I do, but I figured <laughs> I'd just throw that out there. That's, um, that's not kidding. So I would agree with everybody, to be honest, um, but... Me I, too. End of show. But <laughs> I, hashtag me I too. But I mean more so with Pat. Like, I just want to see... I mean, honestly, <laughs> I want to see more, like, bearded guys. And, <laughs> uh, uh, like, <laughs> Want to see least, more beards? I'm always down for more beards. Um, but, you know, to BJ's uh, opinion, you know, and, and what he wants to see, more diverse body types. For that, I want to see... You know the average male body type. Women too. That's cool. You know, but
1: <laughs> yeah, the ladies uh, could have something. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like
3: I feel like honestly they they do a pretty decent job on occasion with average female body types. Now, granted, a lot of them come with the, <laughs> as long as they don't the make Home Depot the... lesbian stereotype. Or, thing, or but...
2: yeah, as long as they don't make the make the body type the punchline and they <laughs> use exactly.
1: it. Well, yeah, and actually, just and that'll kind of. That can fit into what I want to see less of is that the big, bare, bearded guys tend to be the comic relief, or like that's the uh, that's where the jokes are coming from or pointed at. I want to right. see
2: it's few and far between. Do you notice? Like you can yeah. still be
1: funny, but of that course. should not but, be but the that only thing. Be
3: your your main character, like developed. Big
1: Mary on Two Broke Girls, or even when they were in the at the cabin, and there was the two guys that uh, Kat Dennings ends up like hanging out in bed with because they're on their their honeymoon and their bears and it's like you know they're it's caricatures of of that just in a larger size with beards i mean it it
3: seems like with what everyone at this table is looking to see and i'm sure a lot of the listeners would agree is at the end of the day you really want the writers to kind of take the the concept of the coca-cola freestyle machine and (laughs) where you have these standard flavors but you can literally customize it however you want now granted that's a weird analogy but you know that's all i've been thinking about. i knew
1: exactly where you were going with it too well and
3: and honestly i was like telling myself i don't know if every time you see me go to the mic i was like i'm not gonna make this joke i'm not gonna make this (laughs) comparison it's stupid but then it just ended up like just it didn't leave my head so i had to just put it out there. So
0: what you want is not. So I guess one way to look at that is you want like the ability to mix and match your own characters. But what you're really saying is all possibilities are on the table in every exactly. permutation. Yeah,
1: yeah, that the writers way, the writers don't feel like they are only you. Coke, Sprite, right. or, uh, or even like Mr. Uh, boxes.
3: Yeah, right. Even if like hey, you've got Coke, but you've got Vanilla Coke and Diet Coke. Well, yeah. Instead of having are, just this standard. one little thing, like. Throw some lemon in it. Throw some raspberry. Now granted that, you know, like, but I I, I do want to see, you know, a very eclectic mix. I, I don't want there to be, you know, a specific recipe for a relationship. Now, with what I see is, you know, relationship wise, like Modern Family, you've got a larger guy and then a smaller guy, both around the same, I guess level of flair uh, i don't really know how to how to word that one um
1: both equally flaming <laughs> but like flaming hot cheetos
3: um but i mean i just i want to see the average like a realistic male body type you know that because i'm I'm honestly i am tired of seeing gay men with ripped bodies it's old news i don't care and now dad bods become a thing and and even David Harbour was actually saying that he wants love handles to come back and just everyone to eat sandwiches.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't eat sandwich. But,
3: <laughs> but I I want to see um more relationships, more casual things. Like I don't want to see a bunch of sex. I don't want to see the same relationship dynamic or the same couple dynamic every time.
0: Following on to this, I'm surprised, BJ, you didn't ask for more uh, poly, triad, dryad, You know, I kind of Oh, don't worry. Permutations. You, you did
2: it for me. Oh. Since eight. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, that's uh, true. Normalizing yeah. polyamory. Yeah. So, Good point. But I have to tr- I have to trick you into it, so I'm just gonna wait. wait. Yeah. Did I,
1: it normalize polyamory or just large orgies? I, mean, I say both. large orgies. <laughs> to be honest, that that's
3: how I've interpreted. It. Well, because
2: they're not. And I mean, th- I mean, there's the 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 mental orgy scene, but like they're and they're a family, but not all of them are like exclusively sexual. Like so, like I think I think two of them were just exclusive sexually sexual with the two with two physic actually physically not just in your mind. Yeah, but like. They have a poly- polyamorous dynamic. Like they're, they all view themselves as like either one family, or they understand that the other one's in love with somebody else for different reasons. So, if anything, Sense Eight to me felt very much like a poly, a, almost like a poly story.
1: I thought it was just like sister wives. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, I think if if I can summarize what we're looking for in representation going forward is to be portrayed as humans. Because really, I think listening to everybody, and I, I just, I'm going to steal this summarization from you, BJ. I'm sorry. That's okay. But it's just, yeah, it just seems like we just want to be humans because we are humans. We want to see people that look like us. And I know Hollywood is, it's very much a glamorous and it's an ideal, but you can still have shades of those ideals and do stuff with it. So, I mean, yeah. we're all just fucking human.
2: Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome that was beautiful oh but yeah no i i i was oh i feel closer to you guys now
1: that's a representation On that note, I'm going home. soon bye. soon <laughs> the spell
2: will be done
1: i feel closer to you now leave my house please. thanks bye
2: now get out but uh i mean we talked about a lot of like all the things we personally feel and uh And all that good stuff. But of course, we've got plenty of places on social media for you guys to throw at us. So if you would like to uh, send us a message on what you think is better representation or what you would like to see or what you would like to see less of, uh, or like, you know, hear more about what we should talk about, uh, we've got our Facebook, we've got our Twitter, which is linked to our, I believe it's linked to our Facebook. So anything we post there immediately goes to our Twitter account.
1: Yeah, if they want to follow us, they can go to com. scroll to the bottom, all of our chiclets are there. Chiclets. Chiclets. The gum? Uh,
2: Chicletes. There's a pack
1: of (laughs) chiclets right there, so when you click on it, one just pops out of your screen, wherever you're at.
2: Do they even still sell chiclets? Oh, yeah. Old Mexican restaurants up in Atlanta. I was like, oh,
1: Bodega, (laughs) I'm sure there's, (laughs) the chiclets are right by the, (laughs) chiclets, chiclets. The chiclets are right by the register. Uh, Uh,
3: (laughs) Not to be mistaken with chiquiles.
1: I don't know what those are. Or chiquiletas?
3: I don't know. I thought it
1: was chiquiles. Are we just making up words He's this just point? making
2: up words.
3: Oh. I heard someone say chiquiles the other day. It was like talking about food. chiliquiles, Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Apparently, I, I don't do well with Spanish.
1: <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> a- <laughs> a- ask Pat how. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> que vemos.
3: <laughs> Yellow, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, like, see, I can now you here. We can make fun of you to your I face. I can say it <laughs> when I'm not here. Sure. And uh, if you are enjoying this episode or any of the other shows on the Nerdy Show Network, head on over to patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and become a patron and help us continue to make these shows because we are Liffy. Listener-funded entertainment. <laughs> Money. <laughs> I love Liffy. it. Liffy. We're Liffy. If
3: we can find a word that starts with I that can go between listener and funded, you could just say we are life. But we had to find that word. First. We could do listener capital incendiary L, funded.
1: for listener. You know how like, okay. when you use the two letters and right. the second one's lower? So, we life. You are our life. Because we are listener-funded entertainment. I like it. I like it. But uh, <laughs> we'll be back in just a couple of weeks with a pop culture roundup. BJ, thank you for bringing us down this pop culture representation in our gay lives. Rabbit hole, both past and present and future. And uh, with that, we'll see y'all in just a couple of weeks. Peace. You have new gods now.
0: Hold up.